Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the H2P Podcast here on DK Sports Radio. I am your host, Chris Carter. As always, subscribe to our podcast network. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're everywhere podcasts are hosted, man. Get on it. Rate us five stars. Leave us a positive comment. Doing so really helps out the program. All right, let's get right into it, Pitt fans, because I'm going to explain what the heck is going on with recruiting. Now, if you're completely detached, pardon me for those who want to catch up on Efton Reed and know who he is. What's been going on with Pitt recruiting is this. There's been only one commitment that was a freshman guard slash forward who's six foot seven from Massachusetts, Nate Santos. He's supposed to be uh, an outside shooter uh, that's going to contribute you know, I guess sooner rather than later. So, you know, there's that, that, that's been Jeff Capel's one commitment so far. But what everyone has been hinging on this entire offseason has been the possibility of Pitt getting Efton Reed. Now, if you don't know that name, you can Google him. But Efton Reed is supposed to be one of the legit of the legit prospects in this class. Now, he's a high school, he's a high school senior. He's getting ready to go to college. He's seven foot one. He's a center. He scores. He defends. He rebounds. He's the uh, you know according to a lot of a lot of the you know when you look at ESPNs and rivals and twenty four seven he's consensusly he's a top twenty five player in the country. Pitt usually don't get those type of guys. They're lucky if they get a top one hundred. Sometimes they're lucky if they get a top three hundred. But. Efton Reed would be a game changer. He would be the third best center in the country, according to this this recruiting class rankings. And he hasn't declared yet. And well, why was a lot? So some of you, if you're unfamiliar with the situation, for those who are who are under who are you know waiting for me to catch up, bear with me. We want to make sure all Pitt fans who are listening to this gather and understand what's going on. But Efton Reed was supposed to be favoring Pitt in his decision. That was going to come out this past week. Rivals Jamie Shaw reported he he had he had basically said that Pitt had the inside lane. If you had gone to all the Efton Reed posts, Pitt fans were lauding him every day. You know, just like, hey, we love you here. It would be great. Come to Pitt, H2P, all the good stuff, right? And then in like early April, Efton Reed's mother goes on Twitter. And she says, my son Efton 
will come out and announce his official commitment on April 15th. And so that was a date put in everyone's calendar, including mine. But then on April 14th, the night before all this is supposed to happen, all of a sudden, there's a switch on Rivals.com of who has the inside lane. And it goes from Pitt to Florida State. And this causes a panic. Because that happens the night before the announcement is supposed to come out. So then Pitt fans are just like, oh gosh, why? Why is this everything? It's like, you know, it's you know, it's Scotty Reynolds all over again. It's, you know, Justin Champetti saying we're back and then losing a whole bunch of games right after that. It's just, it's everything that defines the pain of Pitt fans to see something like this happen. And what's funny is, if you had gone across all the different, like, fan groups of different programs, like Ohio State, no matter what rivals said, Ohio State fans are like, he's, he's coming here. We got him. There's no doubt about it. All the other stuff, they're wrong. We got the inside track. Pitt fans are like, we lost him. It's over. They have no confidence. Meanwhile, Florida State, who, according to Jamie Shaw, is the favorite program here, they're like, who's Efton Reed? What's going on? What? We're in on who? And it's worthy to say that there's there's a whole bunch of programs that are after Efton Reed. You know, Illinois is in, in the running. Kansas is in the running. You know, like I said, Ohio State, you know, is in the running. There's a whole bunch of major programs Pitt would be contending with and beat out if this actually happened for the Panthers. So then the announcement's supposed to come April 15th, and then nothing happens. And I'm waiting by my computer all day. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, writing other things on the Steelers and trying to keep a close eye. I've got all my notifications on for if anything gets said. And then at like 8 o'clock at night, after Reed's mom comes out and says, my son's postponing his announcement, we will update you later. <laughs> and so then the stress continues. And that's kind of where we're at now. There's no further update there. There's a lot of speculation from out to outside sources. There's some people who are frustrated. But let me say this first. It is great that the Reed family is taking their time. And that their son is going to make the decision that he really wants. Because you know what? He's about to make a whole a school a whole bunch of money with the, with the contributions he makes on the court. So he better make the right choice. And if that means making all of us wait on hand and foot to... Make sure we you make sure that we we get it. Fine, I'm all for it. More power to you, young man. Do your thing. But now the stress continues for Pitt fans. Now, if you go to Rivals.com, they do their whole future cast thing, and their future cast thing now says uh, it's Florida State 100%. So we have to wonder what's going on here. Now, the theory, the fan theory, for Pitt fans, is that Jeff Capel hasn't done a whole lot of recruiting of mid-level talent guys because he's been trying to lock in onto Efton Reed and he's been trying to bring him home because if he gets Efton Reed I'm not I'm not gonna hold you if he gets Efton Reed everything changes because then you bring him to to Pitt he'd become your star even over Justin Champagny and if Justin Champagny comes back I mean you got a roster you'll have Femi Odakali running point Nike Sabande running the two, 
Maybe Ithiel Horton wrote into there at some point. And that'd be that'd be great for Ithiel Horton because I yeah I like Ithiel Horton. I think he has ways to grow, but he's pushing himself. And if he's the first man off the bench in that and the sharpshooter in that situation, I think that's exactly where he fits right now with his skill set. Now he can improve this offseason and get to the point where he maybe you're put he's pushing for time or he's even starting. But I think he'd be perfect in that situation. Then the small forward, that's where you get to see, okay, let's rotate in Justin Champagny if he comes back. And then you get your Noah Colliers, your William Jefferses. And then whoever else comes in to work there. But then you can work, you know, if Shea Peniel's a fit in the small forward, you put him at power forward. And then you work with Reed at center. And then you hope that John Hugley's back or, you know, other things work out. But by and large, that would be your lineup. And think about that. Odakali ran the offense pretty well. Sabande was finding a groove offensively and defensively. If one of those freshmen can step up a small forward and Champagny's back at, back with the program, Reed fits in perfectly and they, they get something that Pitt hasn't had and it feels like a decade. Well, not a decade. Eight years since Steven Adams. A true pre- paint presence that can score and dominate. And that would change a whole lot of things. It would also change the entire tone of what Jeff Capel's been going through with Pitt. With all the players that have left. Five transferred out. Three starters. But we're still on Efton Reed watch. Maybe there was a last minute thing that creeped in and he's, he's having second thoughts. Maybe he picked Pitt. Maybe he picked Florida State. Maybe he picked some other school that we, don't, we haven't even calculated yet. And there's something playing in. What actually happened, we won't know for some time. It seems like the Reed family is being, they're, they're, going, to try, they're going to try and figure out what's best for them. And they're going to announce dates as they come. So we will keep you posted here on DKPittsburghSports.com and on my Twitter page at Carter Critiques about what is to come with this announcement because if it is Efton Reed this is uh this is a hallelujah moment for Pitt fans this is uh this is a game changer like it's time to go it's time to go get some wins in the ACC and turn things around Jeff Capel if it's not Efton Reed huh, it's uh it's going to it's it's going to be a lot to answer for and it's going to be people staring right back at those at those at that recruiting class that only has one commit so far and saying, what's going on here? But that's not all that's going to happen. we got to talk about what's going on with maybe in the transfer portal positively for Pitt. Right after this. Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back here on the H2P Podcast on DK Sports Radio. I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing our talk here on pit recruiting efforts for hoops. Now... It's, uh, you know, going, putting Efton Reed behind everything. Let's say he does or he doesn't go. Let's say he doesn't go. Because if he does go, like I said, that's a whole, that's a boon on the program. And who knows what might happen from that. That would, that, that would put Jeff Capel in a must-win situation. Like, I, I, you know, I had this year as like, a, hey, it would be good if you did. But with COVID, I'm not too much pressure. This year, it's like, hey, we want to see development. If you get an Efton Reed and Justin Champagne comes back, that would be a, hey, you better get the dubs. But if Ethan Reed doesn't come in, let's explore those possibilities. Now, one thing that I've said on this program and I've written for DKPittsburghSports.com is that it's not just about the high school recruits this this year. A recruiting class and, and using the scholarships that are available to you is also about maximizing on the talent in the transfer portal. So that's something else that Jeff Capel does have up his sleeve. And the transfer portal is crazy. I talked to uh, the host of the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, Candace Cooper, about this. And, you know, it was it was fascinating just how many people are going into the transfer portal. And that weekend, which was like two weekends ago, we were waiting for it to hit 1,200 transfers two weeks ago. Two weeks later... As I record this, there are 1,390 names. We're about to be 1,400 players in the transfer portal. There had never been more than 1,025, and that was last year. This is a new era of college basketball with players moving all over the place, transferring if they don't like the program, if they feel the coach is wrong, if there's a coaching change, if they think someone's beat them out for a spot. That's... That's where you see that's where you're seeing a change in things. But so here's here's the problem. Because I, I've said for a little bit this could be Jeff Capel's backdoor to kind of rebuild the roster with veterans that fit together and maybe he makes something out of nothing there. He's running out of time with them too. Case in point, with North Carolina, they lost two premium guys in the front court. Walker Walker Kessler, who was the freshman five star center who left probably because uh, their their coach was retiring and they're bringing in a new coach. But then a senior, or a rising senior, Garrison Brooks, who was crushing Pitt this year, he entered the transfer portal. And when I see players like him entering and, you know, from big name, big name programs, Duke's losing people, Missouri was, was decent this year. They lost five players just like Pitt did. Everybody's going through it. It is a problem all across college basketball. But Jeff Cable hasn't been able to make any moves there either. Now, supposedly they're looking at guys here and guys there. 
but there's there's no commitments coming coming here and there. Now maybe this is all hinging on he really thinks that they're going to get Efton Reed. Maybe this is this is a domino effect thing because you do have a sense that when you re- when you're recruiting for one star player, if you get that star player, that affects how you recruit or which which guys that you want to bring in after that. If you don't get that star player, then you gotta basically address his position, which would be center, and then get other guys around uh, around that as well. So. I've given Jeff Capel the space to figure that out. And who am I to give anyone space? It's just, you know, but in my, in my, if I'm being the honest evaluator here, the guy that covers the team, I'm on the beat. I'm like, okay, let's, let's see how this plays out. But as this Efton Reed thing drags out, more and more guys are declaring in the transfer portal. Case in point, Walker Kessler, he had already picked the team about a week or two ago. He's gone. Everybody's gone. Not everybody, there's still a lot. The thing is, there's still players going in the transfer portal every week, and it's getting crazy. But see, that's the that's the issue here, is you have to, you have to be able to, to, to get somebody out of this. Especially with how, if you're not getting the, the high school recruits, you got to get you got to get something there now again covid has put you know every coach at a hard spot jeff capel and pat narduzzi both have said this actually so it's not just it's it's not just being unfair to jeff capel both of them have pointed out you know a huge selling point for how they get players to pick pit is when they visit the campus they see the city and they get the full experience of what it's like to be here that can't happen during the pandemic that's been locked up. Now, apparently that can start to happen actually as of like this week. So like that will change things now. But for the past year, they haven't been able to, to get, a, get a student to come on campus and say, hey, this is what being a Pitt Panther is all about. And that's a disadvantage with the beautiful campus that Pitt has. But all that aside, you still got to go get guys. Now, they did like, you know, you, I, it's important to note, Pitt did land William Jeffress in, in mid-April of last year, in 2020. So, like, you know, it's not out of this world that they can still get some top guys at this point of the year. But you're starting to raise eyebrows and ask questions. When is this going to happen? And if this is all hinging on Efton Reed, is it worth it if you know now know that you don't have the inside track anymore unless Jeff Capel has something up his sleeve to win that recruiting battle? Because, again, if he does... I think it changes everything about Pitt basketball for the next few years. Now, he may be a one-and-done one kind of guy, but if he's here for a year, that makes it so that Pitt has a fighting chance. If they can make a run in the ACC tournament and then get, in the, get to the big dance and do some damage there, which we've seen a lot of young teams come in with a new player and, and you know a couple of play, and role players here and there, and they're able to make that difference and make those kind of pushes – that changes the trajectory of pit basketball. And then more players are like, Hey, I want to go for Jeff Capel. I want to be the next guy that, that takes that team, that direction. Because then next year, if say all that does happen, you know, again, this is all presuming Efton Reed go, go, goes to pit. You probably have Efton Reed and Justin Champagne in the draft at the same time. And that's going to raise eyebrows from those high school recruits and say, Hey, I want to go there. But again, if this is all a fantasy, what's the point? Now, Again, who knows? Jamie Shaw may be 
all over the place. We don't know. I'm not saying that Jamie Shaw is, but maybe there's maybe there's stuff that we don't know that Pitt does still have the inside track and Jeff Capel has it in his hands. But this may or may not be one of the big nails. I wouldn't say a nail in a coffin because it's more like a like a like a it's a fork in the road. That's the that's the right euphemism there, Chris. It's a fork in the road for Jeff Cable because if he hits if he hits here, it takes you in a whole different direction. If he doesn't hit here, it's going to put a whole lot more pressure on one finishing out this recruiting class. But you know, it probably takes the board off of getting that game changing recruit this year at least you know, an obvious game-changing recruit because, like, Justin Champagne, he was, what, a two-star recruit and look at what he's doing for Pitt. But it's going to put more pressure on him to develop the William Jeffersons, the Noah Colliers, and the Femi Udakali class. Because if that class falls apart the way that Trey McGowan's, Audis Tony, Xavier Johnson is, I think that is the end of Jeff Capel at Pitt basketball. But again, forks in the road, paths to walk on, there's a lot of different ways this this can go, which is why I'm never I you know, I, I say I say never as I'm about to say the sentence. I always try to avoid my I try my best to avoid definitive statements where I'm saying I'm landing on here, I'm landing on there because I don't I'm not I'm not saying I know definitively who you know what Efton Reed is thinking and what may happen next year. You know, if you would, if you know, I covered a pit basketball game at the end of the 2019-2020 season, not knowing that this pandemic would be what it was. And if you had told me that that, that Pitt had started eight and two, and four and one in the ACC the next season, I would have took it. I'd be like, man, that's that's pretty doggone good. But that's the crazy thing of how how crazy things could flip because not only with college basketball, with COVID nineteen, if that continues to get worse. That could also impact how the season goes and how recruiting goes across the country. But the bottom line is, Jeff Capel is at that fork in the road. Which way will he be able to take Pitt's program? And if it goes the wrong way, how can he dig the program out with the players that are on his roster and the two- and three-star recruits that he's going to be bringing in? That may become his legacy. But either way, he's got to come through for Pitt and start turning things around sooner rather than later. I'm Chris Carter here on DK Sports Radio. This should be listening to the H2P podcast. We hope you have a great weekend. DK's Daily Shots firing back up. Check us out on all the places that you get your podcasts.